Welcome to the Direct Response Marketing Magic Podcast. Seth Green is a five-time best-selling author, speaker, and nationally recognized direct response marketing expert who is CEO of one of the fastest-growing direct response marketing firms in the country. To get free access to a download of his new book, Podcast Marketing Magic, and a free live training webinar that will show you how you can use a podcast to attract new customers and referrals like magic, simply register at www.ultimatemarketingmagician.com. On the podcast, Seth brings together some of the most cutting-edge thought leaders in the world to share with you how they grow their businesses and how you can too. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Hi, my name is Alec Green. The best marketing guy is my dad. First, he helps people with with marketing magic. Next, if you need marketing help, he will help you. Finally, if he is a match marketer, my dad is the best. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Vanessa Brewers with me of sweatandbutter.com. Vanessa, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. A pleasure to be here. Likewise, let's go back in time a little bit. Where did you grow up? I actually grew up in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where I live now. Okay, and what was your childhood like? My childhood, uh, it was a pretty typical, you know, early 80s, 90s childhood. I had five sisters, so it was a little chaotic at times. But um, that was great. I have great memories of my childhood. And, you know, growing up with five sisters makes you a little bit flexible and resilient. So <laughs> it was great. It was really good. And how did you get started in the sweat and butter business? Well, you know, um, I struggled with weight and body image and nutrition and kind of that like obsessive mentality around um, weight that most, I think, at least Western women have. And um, in college, I kind of hit this low point where I just was exercising way too much and taking too many diet pills and, you know, dieting and just feeling like crap. And my mom kind of pushed me to, to find another way to do it. And I realized that there are people in the world who are healthy and don't do what I was doing. And so I sort of, you know, you have those very pivotal moments in your life where you realize that this is a this is, I'm not going to get worse than this. Like this is my low point and I refuse to stay here and I refuse to get worse. And so you make a decision in those moments. And so in that moment, I made a decision to make it my mission to figure out what I needed to do to be healthy and to keep that balance. And so once I did that, you know, I, I felt like I had unlocked the secret to freeing your mind from that obsession. And I just wanted to share it with other people. Absolutely. And then how did that evolve into what you're doing now? So that evolved into what I'm doing now because I realized that there's so much more than food. You know, they say money is never about money. Weight is never about weight. And so I became very fascinated in the reasons why people get stuck and stay stuck. 
And, you know, in order to grow my business, you know, I had to also understand like the marketing aspect. And so these two things sort of merged and I'm coaching women for weight and I coach coaches to build their businesses at the same time. They work most, mostly with health coaches. And so there's just like very interesting uh, connecting piece where like the way you do one thing is the way you do everything. So regardless if you're trying to lose weight, start a business, you know, fix your relationship or change your career, the reasons why we do things are all come down to like your belief systems and the way you think and your models of the world and your models of reality that actually come from your childhood. So I became really, really interested in the way that we think and we get stuck and why we change and when we change. So underlying all of what I do in marketing and my business and working with coaches is this like absolute obsession and fascination with the way the brain works and uh, what makes people tick and what creates change. And then what would you say is, I mean, what's, what are some of the biggest mistakes people make when trying to get healthy? The biggest mistake I think that people make when they're trying to get healthy is they try to do everything at once. They, they say, okay, here's where I am. I'm 50 pounds overweight. I'm miserable. I have no energy and I, I have to change. So they'll go out and they'll pick a diet based on something that a friend did that worked or based on something that was on a TV show that they watched and they'll just sort of snatch that from the internet or they'll take it from a book and they'll go from where they are to trying to be 100% diligent to this, whatever diet they pick and you set yourself up for failure because the conscious mind can only really absorb and hold on to about 40 pieces of information at a time. Now, that's not 40 pieces of diet information. That's 40 pieces of information across your life. And so if you're using up all of the information in your diet, then you can't function in the rest of your life. And that's what people have, that's what happens to people. They try to completely change over to this entirely new system of eating, being, living, thinking, and wonder why after, you know, a day or three, they find themselves back in their old habits. So they try to change too many things at once, and then to sort of second that, they don't ever use their own body as a guideline. There's a million different diets out there because they all work, but they all work in different ways for different people. So you have to learn how to come back to using your body and your life as a filter, and you do that through failure. So failing, failing and dieting usually is what makes people think that they can't do it and so they quit and go back to what they were doing but failure is actually your most important piece of information that you can see like hey you know when I'm counting calories it drives me crazy so therefore my new diet must not have calorie counting or restriction in that capacity so it's kind of two things that makes sense speaking of failures I think we learn as business owners a lot more from avoiding other people's mistakes than we do from necessarily trying to emulate their successes. What have been some of your biggest challenge, entrepreneurial challenges and how did you overcome them? That's a great question. Um, and I love what you say that. It's like, you know, instead of trying to emulate their successes, learn from your failures or their failures, sorry. They say that success leaves clues, but I think failure leaves a roadmap. <laughs> you know, it's like, this I is like a that great one. That's, I'm going to steal that. Yeah, feel free. Um, so my biggest business struggle, entrepreneurial struggle was that decision or that realization that you can be the 
best at what you do. But if no one can find you, it doesn't matter. And so I spent a lot of time honing my craft of coaching and nutrition. And, but it wasn't really until I decided to study marketing that anything happened for me. And so I, I spent, you know, years learning health and coaching. And then I spent, you know, even probably more time studying business and marketing. And through that, you're forced to look at yourself. I, you know, I know you're a big fan of personal growth and you have to be if you want to be successful because nothing challenges you as a person like starting a business. So my biggest struggle was understanding that I needed to understand marketing in order to be successful in what I did. There's a sort of misconception, I think, that if you're just really good at what you do, the business part happens, and that's just not true. I would agree 100%. It doesn't matter how good you are. If you've got nobody to be good for, what do you like best about your business? I, I love that my business is just an extension of myself. I think coaching... You know, I think all businesses are like that, but coaching is, is unique because you're in these really intimate relationships with people for a really long time. So they're really selling. You're really selling yourself. They're really buying you. And so if your business is not a reflection of who you are inside and out as a coach, there's no way you can be successful. And so what you see in coaching, what I've noticed in coaching is that growing a business is a constant evolutionary process and who you are and how you think and how you show up in the world and your business constantly has to reflect the changes that are taking place in you or you're out of alignment and so what I think is so cool about coaching is that as I change my business changes and it's just this constant back and forth of I change it changes I change it changes and and the more that happens the better it gets that makes sense I mean every time my our business is taking the geometric explosion it's not necessarily because we learned some whiz-bang new marketing technique, it's because I grew as a person and then the business group reflect that. So yeah. I agree yeah. 100%. What do you attribute your success to? I think two things that I really am, like, so passionate and I would say pretty obsessed <laughs> with the work that I do. I mean, I love coaching and I'm I love marketing and I love understanding how the brain works. So I never, ever stop learning. I'm in the middle of a, a 30 day mind intensive with a friend of mine and we have committed to listening to at least one podcast or at least one, um, you know, interview with somebody that we're inspired by every day for 30 days and kind of reflecting back what we're learning. And I, there's not a day that goes by that I'm not doing some kind of work on myself or learning something about my business, my craft, coaching, marketing, usually one of all of those things every day. And it just forces your mind to think and adapt in a different way. And then the other part is that I have, like I said, failure is your roadmap. You have to become, I seek failure. So I used to really feel discouraged by it. And that that's going to stall you out in business because if you're not failing, you're not pushing yourself hard enough and you're not, stretching yourself. So I now actually like seek failure in a way that I have to be failing. If I'm not, I'm not pushing myself. And then every time I fail, I reflect back on what can I do differently? What worked about that? What didn't? And so the combination of those two things, it just kind of, it always has you leaning into your edge and learning in the process. What is the best advice you've ever gotten? That is a good and hard question. 
The best advice I've ever gotten. Mm, I think it would be, ah, okay. Don't have a fallback plan. If you have a fallback plan, you're going to fall back on it. So burn the ships, essentially. So, you know, like the old Viking idea that you arrive at your destination and you burn your ships so there is no way to go back. You can't have a fallback plan. It's, if you do, it's always going to be in the back of your mind. So burn the ships and find a way to go forward. It's, you know, sink or swim. That is great advice. Uh, with all the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge now? My biggest challenge now is uh, I'm creating my, my vision is my task. So whatever it is that I want is also the how I'm going to achieve it. So, for example, one of the challenges and one of the things that I'm growing my business in is being able to work from anywhere in the world. My husband is from Amsterdam and his family all lives there. So we're really kind of creating this experience where we can go and live from anywhere. We're actually about to leave for Bali for three weeks. And so I'm just working on expanding my business in a way that I can do it from anywhere, grow it from anywhere, and, you know, be completely location independent. And so just kind of working out the the mental pieces of that more than anything, you know, the how is, is all just logistics. It's the getting rid of the models of reality in my mind that, you know, I need to be in one place to do business, which is not true. So I'm I'm leaning into that challenge, actually, starting Saturday. <laughs> Well, congratulations and good luck. We'll keep our fingers crossed. Um, who is an ideal client for you? Uh, I have two ideal clients. So uh, one ideal client is is anyone who's been struggling with weight or health or changing their diet in some capacity and just constantly find themselves spinning in that cycle of not being able to stick to something and can't figure out why. So the ever self-sabotaging dieter who wants to completely let go of dieting forever and eat intuitively and you know, just get out of that mind prison of, of weight. The other ideal client for me is a coach who is working to build their coaching practice and also finding themselves really struggling with embracing and enjoying the process, not sure how to create clients and wants to do that in a way that feels really aligned with who they are. And what is the first step you would want them to take to learn more about you? They can either visit my website or really, uh, which is just www.sweatandbutter.com and it's spelled out, or reach out to me personally, Vanessa at sweatandbutter.com, all spelled out, and just share with me what their struggle is. I have a little bit of a application process through interacting by email and just sort of getting that conversation started would be the easiest and, and best way to reach out to me. Okay. Anything else you want to share that I didn't think to ask you? No, I think that's great. Okay. This has been Seth Green with Vanessa Brewer of SweatandButter.com. Vanessa, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this special productivity series of the Direct Response Marketing Podcast. I've interviewed hundreds of the most successful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and CEOs all over the world, and I want to share with you one of the biggest ways I've discovered to triple your productivity that I've learned from these amazing people. Even better, I'll pay you $500 to test drive it. Just go to takethe500challenge.com. That's www.takethe500challenge.com to learn more. Thanks so much for listening.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>